Happy holidays and welcome to the Sharp 600 brought to you by Covers.com. Give us 600 seconds and we'll give you the tools you need to improve your handicapping. Great to have you guys in with us today. My name is Joe Fortenball and here's what we've got coming up for week 16 in the National Football League. Professional handicapper and two-time Westgate Super Contest winner Steve Fezzik, the only guy who's won the Super Contest twice and he did it in back-to-back years, believe it or not. He's going to join us in just a couple of minutes live from Las Vegas with his favorite bets for week 16. I've also got four plays I'm looking to unload at the end of the show, trying to follow up that three in one week we put together in the last NFL pod. But before we get to Fezzik, I want to remind you guys to check out our friends over at Draft Easy. With season-long fantasy leagues in the bag, now's the time to head on over to DraftEasy.com. No salary caps, no math. No competition, just your picks and our matchups. With Draft Easy Rapid Fire, you pick who will score more fantasy points in just five two-player matchups. And you don't even have to be perfect. Pick four correct players and win three times your entry free. It's that easy. It's Draft Easy. Use promo code COVERS for a match on your deposit bonus, courtesy of us. Happy holidays. Clark, that's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. That it is, Edward. To the Las Vegas desert we go. You can follow him on Twitter at Fezzik Sports, a professional handicapper who has won the Westgate Super Contest not once, but twice. And check out the podcast as well. It's called the Dream Pod. Steve Fezzik joining us here on the Sharp 600. Fez, happy holidays. How are you? Right back at you. Who has time for holidays during football season? It's crazy. Absolutely, especially with bowl season. But today we'll go ahead and we'll zero in on your specialty, week 16 in the NFL. I want to start with a game on Saturday, Minnesota at Green Bay. Minnesota's going to be laying nine on the road here. The Vikings have been a juggernaut. The Packers make the switch back to Brett Hundley in this game. Any reason to believe the Packers get up for this one and keep it close? Absolutely. I can't see them quitting in a primetime game. No playoffs, but uh, Green Bay, the best fans in the NFL, I think, overall. And let's compare this line to when Brett Hundley took over, and he wasn't ready, frankly. He has improved throughout the year. They're hosting the Saints. They were getting four in that game. Well, the Vikings are comparable to the Saints. Maybe it's slightly better. And now Green Bay is catching nine against a Minnesota team that has played now four of their last five games on the road, like the Packers. Sunday, 10 Pacific, it's the Saints and Drew Brees laying about six points against Atlanta and Matt Ryan. A lot of people think the Falcons, with their backs against the wall for a playoff spot, show up big here. These two met in Atlanta a couple weeks ago on Thursday night. I thought the Saints looked better but found a way to lose the game late. How do you think the rematch plays out? I think New Orleans is going to get a comfortable win. I bet Atlanta in the first game two weeks ago. And as I was watching the game, Kamara... Uh, The gifted running back for New Orleans goes out in the first quarter with a concussion. Despite that, the game could have gone either way. Fourth quarter, Drew Brees throws an interception in the end zone in the final two minutes, and Atlanta survives. And while I'm watching the game, I'm thinking to myself, I'm going to cash with Atlanta, and I'm going to turn right around and bet against these losers uh, two weeks from now. And here we are. And I think that New Orleans' bad game against the Jets, they just sleepwalked through it, really weren't sharp while – Atlanta was basically playing for their lives at Tampa Bay. Full 60 minutes, short week for Atlanta. New Orleans, 10 to 13.1. 
Detroit at Cincinnati. Matthew Stafford and the Lions are playing for their playoff lives. Meanwhile, it looks like the Bengals have packed it in since that loss on Monday night to the Steelers in which they blew a 17-0 lead. Any reason to believe Cincinnati shows up for Marvin Lewis here, or is Detroit going to roll? I think every reason to think Cincinnati shows up. By the way, um, I've been told, and I believe this, that week 16 in the NFL is the best week historically to play on underdogs. And it makes sense to me because it's the week where everyone wants to go ahead and say all these teams have quit. They're not playing hard anymore. But one thing I've noticed is whenever the Q word gets passed around, we saw that with the Giants earlier in the year, and a team plays really, really badly, especially two straight weeks, oftentimes that's the time they show up and give a full effort. Marvin Lewis is probably gone. This is likely the last home game. And i got to ask you, Joe, who's better? It's not an obvious question. The Bengals or the Bears? I would have to say the Bengals are the better football team. I agree with you. Given that, why? Why wouldn't you just have laid the five or the four and a half with Detroit last week when they're at home and they're a much better home team hosting the worst team, the Bears? Why would you even think about laying four now they're on the road in bad weather at Cincinnati or cold weather? Much better uh, spot to bet against Detroit. I bet against them. I took the four and a half with the Bengals. This is precisely why I always love talking to you because you see angles like that and you educate me on this stuff, Fez. I always appreciate it. Um, Here in the Bay Area, we have been caught up in Jimmy G fever. Finally, the 49er fan base has something to rally around. And the Niners have won three straight. They've covered in three straight. But this is an entirely different beast with the Jacksonville Jaguars and that vaunted defense coming to town. Any lean in this particular game? Does Jimmy G do it again? I am comfortable enough with my masculinity. I'm a father. I have a son. I'm married. <laughs> I love Jimmy G. Uh, they're not a 4-10 and 10 team. They are a 3-0 and 0 team. I don't see any reason why not to ride the train. I'm a little worried that Jacksonville had three straight home games and Bortles looked great. And so now you could argue they got fresher legs here, but they still have to travel all the way to the West Coast and – they had that uh, showdown game against the Titans next week, but you know what? They're not going to. They're going to clinch the division if the Titans lose to the Rams. And if that happens, I think there'll be a natural slight letdown, knowing Champagne's going to be in the locker room, win or lose. And I think that San Francisco's worth a bet again. Jimmy Garoppolo, much like James Bond, women want him, men want to be him. Would you agree with that assessment? Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Seattle, after two bad losses, one in Jacksonville and then last week getting smoked at home to the Rams, they're going to hit the road to play the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Dallas currently a five-point favorite. They have Ezekiel Elliott back for this one. What type of Seattle effort are we going to see in this Sunday afternoon matchup? Wow, Seth Levee, never can tell. Uh, this is tough because Seattle always improves in December and plays better but that was an absolute gut punch when they lost the Rams. Not a matter of a game where, you know, looking ahead or they're flat. They're just not very good. And because of that, I could only look towards the Cowboys. My power ratings don't support this, but two teams that are very unlikely to make the playoffs, but the Cowboys playing with a lot of effort, a lot of excitement, and that is certainly not going to be true of Seattle. I think that, um, you know, having Sean Lee back on the defense is huge. I never knew why. And then it became obvious to me. I was watching the game, and he is the master at decoding the enemy's plays. And he's basically yelling to his team what play is likely to be run, and that's why Sean Lee is worth so much to Dallas. I lean Dallas. 
All right, we've got two games on Christmas to round this thing out. Pittsburgh is going to lay about nine at Houston. Philadelphia is going to lay nine against the Raiders. Any particular leans we should be paying attention to on Christmas Day? Yeah, I went ahead and bet on Houston. This seems like the classic Pittsburgh Steeler flat spot where, you know, they, they have all these big games and now they're supposed to win. They go on the road. Big Ben and company are so much worse on the road playing. You know, I know T.J. Yates was terrible last week for Houston, but he has been a better quarterback than Savage historically. I bet Houston, and then on the second game, um, not very good weather forecast. Oakland's got both their wide receivers. Cooper and Crabtree are questionable for the game. I can't see. I know Oakland's mathematically alive, at least right now, for the playoffs, but I can't see them being excited about a Christmas game uh, in Philly Philly's D gave up almost 500 yards to the Giants. I bet under. I think Philly's D is going to shut down Oakland this game. They just pull away. Follow him on Twitter at Fezzik Sports for some tremendous angles and insight when it comes to sports betting. A professional handicapper and two-time winner of the Westgate Las Vegas Super Contest. And you can also check out the Dream Pod, which is available on iTunes. Steve Fezzik joining us here on the Sharp 600. Fez. Always a pleasure. Thank you so much for the insight, as always. Have a happy holiday to you and your family, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Right back at you, Joe. One bold prediction. The Tennessee Titans will shock the Rams. They'll win the game outright. I like that. I like that you're walking it off, much like Brian Edwards has done before. Thanks, Fez. Take care. I don't know if I ought to go sailing down no hill with nothing between the ground of my brain but a piece of government plastic. <laughs> Three and one with our NFL plays last week. Let's see if we can keep this thing moving. Give me some music. Game number one, it's the Saints minus six against the Falcons. This one has blowout written all over it as the Falcons are off a Monday night nail-biter in Tampa Bay and are now just one and four against the spread over their last five road outings. But more to the point, the Falcons had no business beating the Saints in Atlanta just two weeks ago after Matt Ryan threw three horrendous interceptions. The Saints lost Pro Bowl running back Alvin Kamara on the first possession of the game and Drew Brees threw that terrible pick late in the second half that sealed New Orleans' fate. Now it's payback time. Give me the Saints minus six. Game number two, I'm going to take the Lions minus three and a half over the Bengals. I know Fez said he likes the Bengals. I'm taking the Lions. Three weeks ago on that Monday night against Pittsburgh, Cincinnati's up 17-0. Playoff hopes on the line. Hated rival on the national stage, and they blow it. Then they get roasted in back-to-back weeks by the Bears and the Vikings. I think they've got nothing left. I like the Lions playing for their playoff lives here. Give me Detroit minus three and a half. Game number three, it's the Jaguars minus four at San Francisco. I've practically been conducting the Jimmy G train since it pulled out of the station in Chicago three weeks ago, but our train stop is coming up. It's time to jump off. This Jacksonville defense is no joke as the Jags have permitted a grand total of just 20 red zone trips to the opposition this season, allowing only seven red zone touchdowns, none of which have occurred since week 10. Not to mention the fact that the Jags are 7-2 against the number over their last nine road games and and 4-1 against the number over their last five games overall. Garoppolo and the Niners are a terrific story and have a very bright future on the horizon, but this is just too big a step up in class too soon for this bunch. Lay the four with Jacksonville. 
And game number four, Dallas minus five versus Seattle. It is all over for the Seahawks both this season and beyond. Mark my words on that. Not only is Ezekiel Elliott back for the Cowboys on Sunday, but Seattle has covered the number in just two of its last eight outings overall, and they're coming off that devastating loss at Jacksonville two weeks ago and the blowout loss 42-7 against the Rams at home last Sunday. While the Seahawks are reeling, the Cowboys are looking to make one final last-ditch push for the playoffs, so we'll side with the motivation in this one. Give us Dallas minus five. All right, boys and girls, that is that for this week's installment of the Sharp 600 NFL edition. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you get the opportunity, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And in addition, visit our friends at DraftEasy. That's DraftEasy.com. Use the promo code COVERS. You'll get a matching bonus courtesy of us. Happy holidays. Be well. And best of luck this weekend.